I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Today we will continue our teaching on vision, the key to destiny, part three. But before we begin, as we always do, let's pray. And we're going to pray and say, Lord, speak to me by your word tonight. Come on, pray that prayer. Lord, speak to me by your word tonight. Send the word I need, Lord. Now let's begin to give him thanks. Father, we thank you for it. Mighty God, we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, as your word goes forth, Lord, let them not hear me. Let them hear you. Speak to each one by your word. Send the answer. Send the direction. Whatever anyone is looking for, Father God, speak to them by your word as the teaching goes forth now. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen. Give somebody a high five next to you and say, God has great plans for my life. Come on, say it. God has great plans for my life and I ain't missing it. Come on. And I ain't missing it. Amen. No, you're not. Hallelujah. All right. Take your seats. You know, we're in a huge stadium. I always tell you, right? Multitudes, millions are outside looking at the screen because they can't get in. And the stadium is packed to capacity as the word of God goes forth. Amen. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Amen. And Proverbs 29 verse 18, the King James Version. When there is no vision, the people perish. The word of God is the vision actualizer. In other words, the word is what brings the vision into reality. Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 and 15. Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 to 15. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward, and eastward and westward, for all the land which thou seest, To thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. The word of God is prophetic. There are treasures hidden in the word of God for you and me. But listen, until we see it and believe it, we cannot receive it. Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 and 45. Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 and 45. Listen. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which when a man found and hid and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. When you truly see in the word, the treasures God has waiting for you, Every other thing fades, really. Every other thing becomes a distraction. 
You know, when you truly see by revelation, you know, God opens your eyes to his word. When you truly see what God has in store for you, you turn into another man, another woman. Transformation takes place instantly. Suddenly, every other thing becomes less than, and your enlightened spirit will not let you settle for less than what you've seen from God. The fire of what you have seen drives you forward. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. Psalm 119, verse 18. Psalm 119, verse 18. Open my eyes to see the wonderful things in your word. You know, as I got a deeper understanding of God's word and, you know, he started to show me what he had in store for me, man, everything else became secondary because, you know, I love second Corinthians chapter four, verse 20, second Corinthians chapter four, verse 20. It says the kingdom of God is not just in word, but in power. Hallelujah. Power to heal the sick, power to raise the dead. Power to transform lives, power to prosper. When you really get the understanding that God's word is not just to jump and get excited about, but it actually has the power to manifest. That's why Jesus said in John 6, 63, my word is spirit and it is life, right? And, and, and the Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 20, Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You see, Jesus was here in the flesh. But now we have the word, right? He's no longer here in the flesh, but the, his spirit, the spirit of God is in the word of God. The healing power of God is in the word of God. And so when you imbibe the word and you meditate upon it, it brings about transformation in your life. Come on, say amen to that. On the journey to the realization of your vision, your destiny, there are many giants along the way that will come to frighten you from your place of promise. But the word of God in your heart and your mouth will empower you to contend and triumph over them. Say amen. Numbers chapter 13, verses 30 to 32. Numbers chapter 13. Actually, we're going to go to verse 33. So it's Numbers chapter 13, verses 30 to 33. But Caleb reassured the people as they stood before Moses. Let us go up at once and possess it, he said, for we are well able to conquer it. Hmm. Not against people as strong as they are, the other spies said. They would crush us. So the majority report of the spies was negative. The land is full of warriors. The people are powerfully built. And we saw some of the Anakim there, descendants of the ancient race of giants. We felt like grasshoppers before them. They were so tall. You hear the negative report? This is the Living Bible Translation. You see, if you keep looking at the issues and the challenges, instead of God's word, what God has promised to you, you will die in the wilderness. But that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. You see, people allow themselves to become confused and distracted because they take their eyes off of the promises of God and focus on what the enemy is saying and what the enemy is doing. And as a, re as a result, they become stagnant. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If fear is keeping you from going forward, 
Then meditate on this word, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. Meditate on that word day and night. You're washing the the dishes and make it personal. Begin to say, God has not given me the spirit of fear. I am powerful. I am loving. I have a sound mind. Make it personal until that fear is no longer a stronghold in your life because fear will hold you back. You know, I remember I had a prisoner, um, you know, I, I ministered to incarcerated, incarcerated women mainly. And this one woman was telling me how she slept with the light on. She would always have to sleep with her light on because she was afraid of the dark. And I shared with her that scripture and I told her to start meditating on it. The next time I met with her, I don't know, maybe about a month or so after, I said, how is it going? She said, well, now she just sleeps with a little light, you know, like a dimmer light, something dim, like maybe like a night light. I said, okay. The next time I saw her, I don't know, maybe several months, a couple months after that, I asked her what was going on, you know, how was the situation? How was the scripture coming along? Was she meditating on it? She almost didn't even remember what I was talking about. She completely sleeps in the dark. You see, the word of God has power. And when we meditate on it, not just study it from an intellectual place, but meditate on it, meaning you're going over it and over it and over it, it enters you and transforms you from within. The word of God is prophetic and doesn't just show us our present circumstances, but our future also. Look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. I'm going to read it from the Living Bible also. So we have seen and proved that what the prophet said came true. You will do well to pay close attention to everything they have written. For like light shining into dark corners, their words help us to understand many things that otherwise would be dark and difficult. But when you consider the wonderful truth of the prophet's words. Then the light will dawn in your souls and Christ, the morning star, will shine in your hearts. For no prophecy recorded in scripture was ever thought up by the prophet himself. It was the Holy Spirit within these godly men who gave them true messages from God. Come on, say amen. The prophetic nature of God's word keeps everything in place. You see, God's word is not just a book, right? It's prophecy, speaking into your life. You know, oftentimes people want, you know, want prophets to, oh, tell me what's going to happen and, you know, tell me this and tell me that. But God's word is the greatest prophecy you will ever encounter. All you have to do is make up your mind to believe him, to believe what he has said. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away. You see, before you and I were born, God had already settled every issue concerning us by his word. Psalm 119 verse 89. Psalm 119 verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Come on, say amen. God has great plans for you. The prophetic word speaks into our lives. It does not just show us who we are or who we will become, but it speaks into our lives. In other words, if what you're seeing physically 
does not align with what the scripture shows you, you can use the prophetic word to put it into shape. Genesis chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Genesis chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, you hear that? And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God spoke the prophetic word to change what was in front of him to what he wanted. Hebrews 11 verse 3, Hebrews 11 verse 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You see that? Things that are seen were not made of things which do appear. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And so there was nothing. And so there may be nothing in your life, nothing in that particular area of your life, but you find the word of God that speaks to that area and you begin to declare it. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. You see that? God calls those things which be not as though they were. Use the prophetic word of God to change what is happening to what is written, and stay on it until it lines up. Amen! Ezekiel chapter 37 verses 3 to 4. Ezekiel chapter 37 verses 3 and 4. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Speak the prophetic word to the dry bones of your life. When God speaks, everything hears. Everything recognizes God's word. It doesn't matter how long the situation has been dry. Speak the word. It will change. It has to change. God said so. Mark 11, verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say, say, say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he say it. So you've got to say it. You've got to say it. Keep your eyes only on what is written. Do not discuss with the devil what is happening. You understand me? Just get intoxicated. Get drunk with the wine of the word of God. Don't get caught up in talking about the circumstances and no, 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 no. You fill yourself with the word of God and speak to those circumstances as a child of God. Isaiah 55 verses 10 to 11. Isaiah 55 verses 10 to 11. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and return it not thither, but water it the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. 
And Isaiah 55, 10 to 11, we'll take it again. I want to read it now in the Living Bible translation. Listen. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and stay upon the ground to water the earth and cause the grain to grow and to produce seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry, so also is my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It shall accomplish all I want it to and prosper everywhere I send it. Come on, say amen. Testimony delayed is not testimony denied. Speak the prophetic word of God until your vision manifests in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'll say that to you again as we close. Testimony delayed is not testimony denied. You're believing God for something. It hasn't happened yet. You don't see it yet, but it doesn't mean it won't happen. Keep on speaking the prophetic word of God until your vision manifests in the mighty name of Jesus. God's word will never fail. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. For the word of God will never fail. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give God thanks for the word we've just heard. Lord, we thank you for it. Mighty God, we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Before I give the prophetic blessing, I'd like to make an altar call. If there's anyone under the sound of my voice who has not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. And you don't have the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't access the Word of God because you're not able to see it. You can't, you know, see it and receive it with the natural mind. It's not available to you for the fulfillment of your glorious destiny or to overcome the challenges of this life. If you're under the sound of my voice and perhaps you knew Jesus Christ and you got disconnected along the way, he sent me to tell you he loves you and he's calling you to come back home. So both groups, if you've never accepted him or you disconnected from him, pray this prayer of salvation with me now. Repeat after me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Amen and amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the family of God. Stay connected to Jesus Christ by spending quality time in his word daily. Subscribe to our podcast, attend our live online meetings, and let me tell you, your faith will grow from strength to strength in the name of Jesus. And you can also write to me at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. I'd be happy to pray with you and encourage you on your journey. Also, you can follow us on our social media platforms for posts, general updates, and new information. So you remain ever blessed because Jesus is Lord. So now for every one of us, if you have truly received the word you heard tonight, say with me, I believe it. I receive it. I will take action on it in the name of Jesus. 
Amen and amen. And as you believe and receive his word into your heart and declare it with your mouth and take action on it, God will confirm his word in your life. Before we receive the prophetic blessing, please listen to this brief announcement. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit hazelgoodmanministries.org and sow your love offering. Father, for everyone giving into this ministry, we ask, O oh God, that you would bless them. We ask, O oh God, that you would prosper the work of their hands. We ask, O oh God, that whatever they give, that it would be multiplied back to them 100-fold. And Lord, to you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And as you go, know that God's Holy Spirit is going before you, making safe, joyful, and successful your way. Know that all things are working together for your good. No weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. Every tongue rising in judgment, you shall condemn. Listen, a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but as a child of God, it is not permitted to come near you. I love you. God bless you. by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. Also, visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm no ordinary person. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Hey, yeah. Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined.